Hi, and welcome to Drinking with Creatives, where we drown journalistic responsibility in a pool of vodka. My name is Jeremy Berger, a filmmaker and senior editor. And each week I chat with a professional creative, and we have a few drinks. Filippo Cinotti is a cinematographer and colorist based in Italy. His work has run the gamut from film to advertising him, taking him all over the world and back. I've been following him on Instagram for some time, and I'm thrilled to be talking to him today. Let's go. First question, most important question. What are you drinking? Well, mainly water. Okay. But also beer on on on, on Fridays, on Saturdays. But I try to don't drink too much because I like beer, but once or two beer uh, a week, it's it's fine. But mainly water. Okay, okay. It's gonna it's gonna be a dry episode. That's fine. Yeah, super uh, dry. <laughs> well, um, you know, because uh, I'm talking to you, you're in Italy, uh, and I am in New York. It is 6:20 your time, I believe. Yep, exactly. And, yep, and it's 12:20 uh, my time on a Tuesday. So of course I'm drinking a beer, and that's fine. Great. Um, that's great. <laughs> before we uh, get too far into it, please tell everybody uh, who you are and where we can find you. So my name is Filippo Cinotti. I'm a cinematographer and a colorist from Italy. You can find me almost everywhere by typing Filippo Cinotti. And it's pretty hard, you know, being Italian and, you know, being uh, on different podcasts and different show with, we talked about that earlier with tons of people that is misspelling my name, but uh yeah if you type even in in the weird way filippo cinotti on google you you'll find my website you'll find my masterclass my instagram and all my stuff i made a link three for that and you'll find it just by typing this into google yeah it's pretty weird you know that filippo thing yeah i i'm 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 also trying to understand which one will be the best way to pronounce my name on an international side i i had you know weeks where i was thinking like maybe i might call myself philip just philip okay mm -hmm. or what no it feels weird it's not my real name so uh those people saying filipino oh, <laughs> it's oh strange. that pains strange. me it strange. pains me uh yeah 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 <laughs> uh maybe i don't know can you like customize your website so if it understands what country it's going to it can like customize what comes up there so you could uh oh, have just a little filippo filippocinotti.com f-i-l-i-p-p-o filippo and cinotti is c-i-n-o-t-t-i dot com perfect yeah Perfect. And I will absolutely have all every single link that you want to send in the liner notes. Please check there. Um, so I wanted to get started off and kind of just understand a little bit more about you because I'm curious because you um, are representative of this new thing that we're seeing, which is you're a DP and a colorist. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, a I'm pretty an innovative thing. It's a pretty what thing? Uh, innovative. I might say I might say innovative, even because there are tons of cinematography uh, photographers that feel that need of you know managing the image in post. So I might call it uh, new and innovative, then because mm -hmm. there, it's a thing that's happening right now, by the way, and it's a thing that it will happen often and often during these years, by the way, in my opinion. Well, what, want me to talk what, about that? Yeah, I absolutely do. And, and if, if for our, everyone's information, you were a DP first, correct? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I, I started off as a filmmaker, actually, uh, I might say 11 or 12 years ago. And as a filmmaker, you know, I tried out different things during the years. I also um, work as a photographer during the first years. And then when I purchased my first uh, movie, as I mentioned before, I, you know, worked as a movie operator for a few years. Then um, I, I started, you know, working time by time as an assistant and a DP. And yeah, I started working seriously with color correction and color grading um, maybe six years ago. And I, I tagged myself as a colorist just two years ago because um, I didn't, you know, felt that, that, um, that, you know, I, I, I didn't feel to be 100% honest to call myself a colorist till uh, certification by Blackmagic, till tons of um, studies, even because it's a really uh, technical ambient. It's really, you know, close by to cinematography and what does cinematography uh, normally do. But there are tons of technical things that you must study, that you must learn, and then you have to put them on you know on, on on the real life works and you really need to manage whatever you're doing inside a software so i i just translate um my workflow inside a pre and post workflow instead of being just a dp on set mm -hmm. and managing the image with an editor slash colorist in post even because you have to know that here in italy i'm i'm based here in italy by the way and we didn't you know had the, this colorist figure um on on tons of set you know the the filmmaker industry this color the color grading during the last like three years i might say and even because i, I might say that in the indie part even because i'm not that much inside the movie industry here in Italy, even because we got a pretty weird uh, movie industry. It's, I might say that it's um, divided by, you know, super production in an artistic way and super weird and not that cool production that I'm not really proud of, you know, to even talk about. And I might say that during this last year, uh, even the bigger production opened their eyes on this figure that in Italy was uh, pretty, you know, uh, not hesitant. You know, it, we had few colorists in Rome, in Milan, but uh, everything exploded like three or four years ago with the launch of uh, the Vincere Sol, I might say the 15 or the 16-ish, you know, mm -hmm. I don't remember which one was the, but it was a an update that like exploded on the market and tons of filmmakers, you know, start uh, new that, that color grading thing, the thing that you might, you know, fix a lot of your clips in a really handy and proper way in post-production with this kind of software. And it was in that moment where I decided, okay, well, I'm working with this software and I know how to use it in a really great way. It's time to, you know, certify my skills. It's time to evade, you know, my uh, my profile and just start to work 
even as a colorist, even because I worked on tons of commercial and products production whereas uh, where I had to see my image like raped in post-production and I was like okay let, let, let's just let's just you know um, let's just say that I'm a DP and when I you know sell my uh, sell myself in a production or another I want also you know fulfill uh, everything with also my colorist side and take care of my image you know I need that because time by time it was pretty hard to me seeing you know images not written in, in the light in, in the proper way you know I had to be there with those um, colorists I might call them I, I you know I'm I'm act reacting that way from you know the professional way idea in Italy even because that that fact that we don't have tons of colors is pretty real you know uh right now we are discovering tons of great talents and you know great guys that are you know just making it a name right now uh, because we had those i mummies i might call them or these technical you know guys that work with film that are well they they didn't make that step ahead and they mean they didn't you know um force themselves to learn new software new methodologies and they're they're like you have to do this in this way because that's how it's done stop <laughs> and it's like well uh doesn't work like that you know <laughs> and and so we are pretty strange here and i might say that we got you know super artists at work here in italy we got really great artists and then we have you know the the bottom of the barrel where we're scratching everything out so it's pretty hard to me talking about that because when I talk about my own country, it's like I'm spitting on it. But it's not like that. We have great artists, but it's everything is not balanced in a proper way. You know, it, that's the fact. That's a fact. You know, um, you got a lot on one side. Felt, you got a lot on the other side. It's just in the middle. Yeah. You seem to be lacking. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. There is a really big lack in the middle. Also on on the agencies part. You know, even you know. Right now, I'm I'm working with my own uh, production company, you know, and time by time, it's hard communicate with um, with your client with the agency because they the tons of agencies there don't don't know to how to manage properly their client, and mm -hmm. we are actually skipping that agency, you know, part because it feels comfortable how we are managing right now our workflows and our communication to just remaining um inside our whole you know our whole process our or uh big you know production family because we know what the client wants we 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 know that something might hurt uh the you know the way they they they, they think about a thing or another but we want to break their dreams to let them open, you know, we want to, uh, I'll, I'll make it in a better way. We want to open their eyes on the reality for the budget they have. We want to, uh, to say to them, you can do this thing in this way. And time by time, when we talk with agency is like, 
yeah, they want to do the, they want to do the, uh, this thing this way. Okay, that's fine. They're talking to us, and then the agents then come to the client and ask like uh, a completely different amount that won't support the old production, mm -hmm. and they, and and actually they won't have the know how on our specific things is done, and the fact is that agencies there have more uh, commercial side know-how than artistic know-how. And it's pretty hard to us to communicate with, um, with agencies. So that's the, that's why we are mainly, you know, uh, taking ourselves, our clients and, you know, approaching to them, uh, filtering those agencies or just without them. Um, it feels, you know, it feels better and it, it maintains a, a better workflow. And it's a thing that I've, you know, uh, I live just here in Italy because um, everywhere else in the world, it's it's not like that. Uh, it's pretty weird. And I want to, you know, again, talk bad of my own country, man, and just, you know, realizing those things. And it's hard to me saying this, but <laughs> that's the truth. And that, that's how I'm living it. Um, right now, that's that's why I'm forced, you know, to um, take works from abroad and actually not being here that much as possible. It's a beautiful country that, but but it destined to collapse in some some way. I don't know oh, how wow. it'll happen, but um, you know, it, it, it's it's not managed in the proper way. You know, it's a, it's a it's a mess. We can say that it's a mess. I'm going a bit off from the filmmaking side, but <laughs> we are a bit of a mess. But we are a beautiful country. That's that's for sure. But I'm in love with this country, and that's why I'm living here, and I'll be living here, and I'll be you know. Uh, returning around the globe, flying and traveling and working not here <laughs> really soon. Let's mm. hope that this COVID, COVID thing will, will end soon. Oh, please, please. Your lips to God's ears. Um, yeah. I'm curious, uh, when you said, like, uh, talked about communication, um, has it been also been difficult on top of with your regular clients, like saying, yes, uh, I should be there ahead of time so we can plan shots i'm obviously there the day of when i'm shooting but i also want to be there at the very end like has it been mm -hmm. difficult convincing them of the necessity of your presence in the color room well uh i might say that right now talking just about color it's mm -hmm. uh time by time it's a necessity to have them there because it's it's a wider you know there, there is a really big picture on 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 this thing even because when you are color grading uh commercial whatever it is for a client you have to teach them because we're talking about italian clients by the way <laughs> you know i don't know but for for italian clients it's always a teaching them thing and i have to teach them where or how to look um proper expert because they want like uh, Rec 709 output or um, specific delivery and they're watching everything on a laptop or, a, or an iPhone and you're like, okay, you're supposed to watch this into this condition to watch properly the colors, how we're managing them. And if you want to watch, watch everything that I'm doing completely in an accurate way, just come to our room and 
you will have everything, you know, uh, in a realistic way and how your audience will will see it because you know we have obviously different deliveries for different outputs and so i push my clients to to you know come there to 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 our to our studios we don't even charge higher fees for that because we want them to be there to give us a direct feedbacks while they're here but yeah, time by time, we just made this this PDF, this working sheet that we uh, send them. And there are just a few steps to follow to watch the deliveries in a proper way. And yeah, but by the way, I'm always happy, you know, having, having my client there. During the pandemic, it was hard because we had to face uh, tons of works that we were finishing and tons of clients that have really straight time and they they, they were like okay just got uh, an OLED TV in my home and uh, iPad and I want to see correctly the output and okay you had to teach them not how to calibrate their TV but the fact that if their TV were I don't know with a specific don't, I didn't. I don't want to say core space, but there are you know presets on some TVs. You yes, you yes. just you you just want to fix few things, and I I also I also had a client. I still remember that you know sending me pictures of their TV on a really sunny room, and I was like, yeah, what I'm supposed to to get from this. So, <laughs> uh, and they were like, it's it's a bit oversaturated, and for, from a picture you know of of their of their room inside their house and i was like oh hell and we made this we made those papers to send them where we were like you know saying okay if you want to see this in the correct way you have to do blah 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 those things and yeah it was pretty hard right now uh luckily we can have them uh on our studio so it's pretty it's it's a bit you know easier but yeah, in my opinion, yeah, they, that it's always better having them here with you, uh, even because you have a direct feedback, and that's the big thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I have you know few, few clients from abroad and few clients from really far, far, far away that uh, they can't be here, and they, some of them have calibrated monitors, some of them. Uh, already work with me and know how to watch properly everything I'm doing. So it's just a thing of taking a bit of time and teach them how you work. Even because as a colorist and as a DP, you're working with them because they chose you in an artistic way. So if you can, in a human way, you know, treat them and just teach them one time how to watch your stuff in, in a really you know proper way uh it will be just a matter of you know the first time will take maybe one hour maybe two hour maybe two headaches and (laughs) second time they will know and it will be easier so it's just about teaching them in my opinion i'm really true saying that the psychologist you know thing it's pretty true we had to be a bit psychologist of our clients we might understand their needs and we might understand that they might have different way of, you know, taking 
um, the, the, the color grading slash the working pipeline. Mm-hmm. So you just have to keep calm and teach them everything. And yeah, in the end, it's always better having them in your own room while you're working. But yeah, teach them how to do it without you, how to watch everything without you. And you'll be done, I, I might say, for the rest of your life. But time by time, you will have to update their firmware. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no permanent solutions here. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> are you excited to like get traveling again? Is that something you're looking forward oh, yeah. to? Or oh yeah, a lot, a lot. I, I'm just dreaming like Japan once uh, once a week. I am obsessed with Japan, with Tokyo, and that's the only country where I I work just once, and I would love to be like there always. I I really love Japan. What but, drew yeah, you there? I'm super what excited. Was, what was uh? What was the what 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 did you find most attractive there? What uh? What captured your heart well, as it were? Uh, the, the old country and there, well, I might say that Japan have few sides that amuse me, a few sides that, like Italy, I might say, you know, a few, few, few parts of Japan that's so, so far from, from Italy, from our mentality, from how we are, um, I like just how they have like a, calm and quiet side of their lives or the routines and on the other end those you know crazy nights around with uh, with those businessmen with these guys crazy guys around and i really love how it feels you know uh tokyo and all the city around and if you take your car and you can you know drive away two hours and being like in paradise and it's it's you know one of my you know dream one of my dreams might be you know being there for uh for a few years just just leaving those vibes few years i'm you know i'm really in love with my country but i would love to travel there and you know making few works there uh yeah, but by the way, all around the world, it, it, it's great being uh, everywhere. Last time I flight was uh, in Paris, in Montmartre, for for a short film, and it was great too. And yeah, we will we will travel again. We'll you know be around again. I'm super happy about that. Well, if you ever hit up New York, let me know. And on Friday, I'll take you out yeah. for that one beer. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> more than one, maybe when it will be around. Oh uh, no. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny, sir. But yeah, that's definitely happening. Um, that's fantastic. And what, like, I, and I ask this because, you know, uh, I and, and a lot of people who listen to this program are usually uh, living and working in the cities where they are, you know, where the work is done. But you get to, yeah. as you say, travel you all, like, travel all over. What have been some of your biggest lessons uh, learned doing that? Well, uh, well, well, well. You mean one of the biggest lesson? Can you reform that? Sorry? Sure, sure. Let's, it let's break it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, uh, compared to me, you know, like yeah. I get stuff from people being shot in the city, and I put the it world. together yeah. and and put it together okay. in a, in a, into a nice little package. Whereas you mm-hmm. know, you somebody a client comes to you and be like, okay, we got this thing that we need to do, but you need to go to a completely new country uh, that oh, you yeah. may have yeah, never yeah. been to before, and oh, yeah, yeah. you start understanding on the ground both the culture as a citizen and the culture perhaps as a professional. 
And in that light, I'm curious, like what have some been some of your biggest lessons? Well, for sure, some country not doing some some things that might feel normal to me, even sneezing around on some, on some country. But that t- tons of different lessons. Every time I travel around, I see you know people that have different habitudes, even on the uh, professional side. You just have different countries that manage the set or how you know live the set in a really um different way there was this last you know job done in, in paris where it was uh half paris of colombian production mm-hmm. and colombians guys are great and they 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 live you know the set and everything that it's rather in a really human like way when you maybe work with germans or you know i might say more straight to work country you're like supposed to be always 10 minutes earlier on set mm-hmm. everything it's super i don't know uh cold on on the human part while working mm-hmm. so i might say that it the biggest thing is that you know whatever you travel the people that you met on 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 sets and on different things that you're doing um make you leave the the old you know experience in a totally different way every single uh day you know there is you know that way that you are in northern italy and you feel like you are in italy but you're working with people a bit more switzerland like you know super organized super you know straight on some things that you can, you know, even make a funny joke on set because it's <laughs> unprofessional. Or with some other people, it's a more open thing with, you know, director screaming after one take and smiling at you because it's super happy about the work. So it might depend. And for sure, I, I you know, learned that all those countries live the set in a really different way that that's for sure the the first thing and yeah taking you know few experience i i said about that sneezing thing but you know there are tons of little things that you know i i might have learned and tons of habits you know that one might have that are not or are cool on uh country or another and i might say that mainly you know the 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 country i travel uh the most i might say it's it was england and mm-hmm. england it's pretty weird you know i i i i quite i didn't quite understand english people 100 because tons of them are super open on mm-hmm. others are super closed and about sets uh some of them are like yeah, it's just a little set, even if it, it's not a little set. Mm-hmm. And some are super, super straight. So, no, bad that I, I'll need to <laughs> travel there a few more times to understand them 100%. But, yeah, it feels, it feels great, you know, being on um, different countries every time and learning uh, something new. Um, yeah, for sure, I, I'll go always I'll, I'll be always accepting you know um working from works from from abroad and because it's always a new experience and it, it always feels great to me now when you come back home does home ever look different after you travel 
Uh, might say yes. Right now, uh, no, I might, I might say in sort of way yes, on the other way no, because I, I got my family, mm-hmm. I, I got my girlfriend, and after a few months, I'll, I'll have a little, I'll, I'll, a little newborn. So, <gasps> congratulations! Thanks a lot. <laughs> and oh. so it will be it will be a really new thing, by the way. <laughs> but I got the comfort and the love that you know my beloved one are giving me here. And so it will always feel really, really great to me coming back. And you know, I might say how are talking about Italians, but I may think it's, this is a personal thing. Mm-hmm. I'm really connect with people. I feel really connect with um, people in general. And I choose actually to make my job because I feel into images and, you know, lights and colors are really deep and strong connection. I'm super emotive on that side. I, you know, I, sometimes I cry just by watching some 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 beautiful scenarios, <laughs> some movies. So when I when I come home and I watch my country from above, and even when I you know come home here in my in my place that actually is really nearby a countryside, uh, I really feel feel that warmth inside me. So uh, it's always a great thing coming back, and it feels I might say different on a on a perspective on the perspective side even because I feel uh, I feel grow a bit after every set even if I'm not you know working on the biggest blockbusters around the world but even if it's a small commercial and you know a random place in Europe uh, it feels great to me because I'm coming home with something more to to say to uh, I might say even teach to 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 my students even because from two years now I'm making masterclasses and webinar and time by time I like to take some few free time to talk about uh, strange things from sets or few experience in front of a beer so uh, it always feels great and yeah by by answering your question it's it feels different by time but in a positive way in my opinion. Thanks, Filippo. For more, check out the show notes for a list of links to his classes, social media, and website. Make sure to check out drinkingwithcreatives.com, where you can support us by contributing to our Patreon. And don't forget to subscribe and download on your preferred platform. I hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time.